probably Cardoon. This is James checking. Uh, this is Nathan checking. Um, this is know. Riley checking. Riley check, check. This is John. This is Blue. But no, that's not your face. This is Blue. That's not your normal speaking voice, though. It's, Sorry. You know, this that, is my I was put out there a little bit. Well, sometimes, 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 sometimes you have to put it out there. Like, I definitely have to put it out there. Winky dwink. We, we have we have the dwink. 100% we will dwink. The dwink. And the Christmas cookies. And the Christmas. Yes, this is good. We, 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 we are good. Thank you. I put lots of sour in it. You're going to have to More make one of those for me one of these days. I want to They're really it. not hard. You take your cup. You fill, it up, you fill it up with ice. You do half whiskey, half sour. Tastes more like a quarter whiskey, three quarter sour. Did you smell it? Yeah. What is sour? It's sweet and sour mix. It's just a mixer. Oh, so basically sugar. Sugar, <laughs> lemon, lime. Hmm. Kind of had a weird limon smell. It kind of smelled weird like a, smell. a sour, like a sweet and sour gym sock. <laughs> How often do you <laughs> do that sort of thing? <laughs> that smelly smell. That sort of smell. You ever smell a smell? I can't smell a smell. Can you smell a smell? Um, Do you smell what I smell? Do no. you smell what I smell? Mm. <laughs> this can't... Oh, are we recording? Yes. Yeah, we're recording. Can this pick up me going... Yes, it can. We're, yes, we're there, gonna, there are little blips on the... I'll try to we're eat either gonna, quieter. We're either going to cut after you're done eating or just bother people. Lean in. This is the ASMR episode of our podcast. Welcome oh. to the uh, Christmas special of the Palladium Papers podcast. Oh man, I'm there was sorry. a Super Bowl commercial a couple of years ago. That was like an ASMR beer commercial. And I wanted oh. to throw something at the TV. <laughs> it oh, was Were tremendously they, irritating. Did they pour beer? That was part. That was oh, at the that, end of it. The I person would... whispering and like tapping the glass with their fingernails was just like ah. The sound of pouring beer that they do in beer commercials is very nice. I like it. That, that is sound. nice, but not leading up to that. That was very much not nice. Not nice. That, that wasn't very nice. It mm. might have even been like Corona or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but it was just foreshadowing. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 who, who knew that Corona knew? would continue to bother us yes, so for so an long? Entire year before the fact. <laughs> but it is not the time for bothering and mucking about and waddling in our Rona. <laughs> it is time for a cheer and jolly good joy. And cheers. 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 Uh, we're all too far so, apart to, to social clink distance glasses. dink, even though we're all in social the same distance. room without masks. So, social distance dink, everyone. Dink. <laughs> dink dink. For those of you dinking dink, along dink, at home. Dink dink. Dink 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 Ding, ding, Coming ding, to you ding, live ding, from ding, the ding, ding, horrifically ding, graffitied ding, ding. table in our basement. Not really live. This is yeah, there's a lot of uh, history on this table. <laughs> history is a word for it. <clears throat> yeah. Ink's another word. Inks. And, and, and tape. tape. Oh, yeah. And some Rayon. epoxy that Colton spilled on it. Tree, tree, tree. And burn marks. It's a very strange oh, table. Yes. 
But yes, um, coming right up on that Christmas time when this episode comes hey, out. Hey, look, that 90s S for like early 2000s. I don't know what that sm- was. Oh, the it doesn't. It doesn't have the little the the smash the smile. That's what that's the, called. The smash. The smash. What S. For Super Smash Brothers. Not, no, Super no, Smash no. Bros. This S. The yes. three lines, that, that is not the logo for Smash Bros. What am I thinking of? That's you're thinking of something very different. Elementary school when you, you're like, look at me, I can make an S, dollar sign, whatever. Mm. But there's no lines through it. And everyone no, 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 no. And you make the three line, lines, line, and then three and then lines, you connect and the you things. connect the lines with the... So you draw three Smash? vertical lines, and then you draw three more vertical lines directly below those three vertical lines. Then you draw and then you two... do two diagonal lines from left to right, connecting the, the two segments, see? You draw, oh. you draw one vertical line, then two vertical lines, then two vertical, <laughs> vertical lines, line. one shorter than the other, <laughs> and then one vertical line and one horizontal line. John, and I think I may have lost some of our uh, listeners. What? Now Sorry, we're... I was like, distracted. Well, you probably wouldn't have known what we were talking we're, about. Anyway. It, it, the, Loss the, the... is the most common meme oh, on the face yeah, of no, the earth. No, 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 uh, no. <laughs> John was... T- not today years old, but pretty not very long ago. Like last that. week years old when he found yes. out what loss was. So were you for that. I was matter. like a, what? three weeks ago. I've yes. known what loss is for like two years at least. <laughs> at little loss. I, I have John, I'm pretty sure like two... We literally had to explain to John two weeks ago what loss was because we showed him a loss meme and he didn't get it. And it wasn't an obscure one either. I'm pretty sure that was you. No, that was no. It was Legos and I was like... Big Lego, big Lego, sideways Lego. It was a Lego loss pun. You know, I was probably responsible for educating James about loss in the first place. That might be what you're thinking of. of. Yeah. I think I had come into contact with it at some point before. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nathan, right. Just like independent of you guys. Yeah. There's a couple of these memes where it's like, I will discover them independent of Riley. Then Riley will introduce them to James. And James is like, Mm -hmm. what? And then I'm like, yeah, that's the thing. Or, or in our group text. Sometimes the other way around. In our group chat, I will post a video. Everyone will ignore it. And then a month later, somebody else will post it like they found it for the first time. And just be like, bruh. <laughs> bruh. That's rough. Bruh. Ah, bruh. bruh. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. It, uh... There was a very strange phenomenon when I went home for my younger brother's 18th birthday this last weekend. Yeah, how'd that go? The party was fun, but there isn't very much snow yet this year as we record this. In Detroit Lakes, we there's a big old lake, hence the name Detroit Lakes. And That's a lot of places in Minnesota, actually. Right, right. <laughs> but the, the lake is literally smack in the middle of town. That is usually why right, 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 towns right, have right. names after lakes. Anyway, so there's yeah. no, no snow, no snow, no snow. A pile of snow, and then no snow. And the, a pile of snow immediately is like 70 degrees a week later. No, no, I mean, like, I mean, not, not chronologically, I'm talking like. Oh, we're, so we're driving spatially. down the road, it's dry, no snow, there's a patch next to the lake with a bunch of snow, and then nothing after that. And I was like, that's mm. kind of weird. I talked to my dad, and he had driven through town the night before, and he said there was no snow, it was a normal night, drives past the lake, and there is just snow coming down like no tomorrow, like a wall of snow, drives through it and there's nothing on the other side it was like this er cloud of snow right next to the lake that's spooky yeah it moved and there was like a cutoff line too where the snow stops it was so bizarre i i I have not had it meteorologically explained i'm not saying it's aliens but it's aliens aliens. 
Audibly. Or, or like audible gesture. gesture. <laughs> you, you know that gesture. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the aliens. You've seen the meme. You know the hair of the guy in the of the picture. You know. The, yes, yes. It's like we, the, the slightly we're audible, audible gesturing the to the hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, aliens. <clears throat> or like <clears throat> that's where Iceman awakened his powers and was like, oh, I'm a mutant. I should go to talk to Professor Xavier or something. Mm-hmm. Or Elsa was just letting it go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find for that video. I couldn't find the original. Um, what was it? Oney or whatever did the original screamy "Let It Go" cover, but I've only seen it re-uploaded, so it might have gotten like copyright struck or something. Wait, the the, the 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 "Let It Go," "Let Go." Oh yeah, yeah. It's, Where he's like destroying his. It's throat. been taken down a few times because of copyright. Yeah, but Disney. Totally if he's a big fair. YouTuber, he should probably just license it and call it a day it's probably ridiculously expensive to do that <laughs> well but. disney can because mm-hmm. they can't so. no but i mean like license music like right right get permission legal permission exactly that's what i'm saying it's ridiculously expensive because it's disney mm-hmm. and then they can afford it just just look up uh let it go oni and pebbles mm-hmm. that's it and you'll find something yeah something something if you hadn't already noticed, we have our faithful friend John on the show today, <laughs> as well as Faith. Faith, say hello to the world, Faith. Hello, world. Or at least two listeners and in John. the world. <laughs> the two listeners <laughs> that we have. We are filming in front of a participating live studio audience. Two, two of our two listeners yes. are here with us in the studio. Not the Canadian two. <laughs> oh. Shout out to Hello, them. Canadian. Hello, Canadian. <laughs> Thank you for listening. All, all of you Canadian out there. Mad props. <laughs> and also, kudos. Mad props are like angry. And Klondike bars. Yes. <laughs> Mad Klondike bars to you. Yes. <laughs> um, we are the Palladian Papists. I'm James. I'm Nathan. And I'm Riley. I'm John. I'm Faith. Yes. This is our... Uh, we're doing things a little bit differently today. We are... This will be coming out the week of Christmas, the most blessed time, as it's Charles the Dickens most are. wonderful time of the year. With the copyright striking, <laughs> <laughs> and lawyers will call. Uh, we don't have legal representation. We're not that big. We are not big enough for anyone to care that we're not <laughs> ripping off their music. No. But uh, but yeah, uh, this this will come out the week of Christmas, and this is gonna be a little Christmas special. So it's gonna be a little more laid back, but we will be kind of, I guess, broadly discussing the presentation of Christmas in pop culture, and how to na- navigate that as Catholics. So we're still on brand. Some um, brand. I suppose to kick things off, what are name three of your favorite quote unquote Christmas movies? And we're just going to so, put Die Hard on the table and not even discuss that because everyone talks about that debate. It's settled. See, we, we, It's a Christmas movie. That is the official <laughs> position. I'm calling it right now. That is the official position of the Palladium Babies podcast that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. That's off the table. Other three favorite <laughs> Christmas movies. All right. Go. Uh, Holidays. Okay. That's one. I don't even know that one. Are we it, it's a order? weird claymation from the mid-2000s. Okay. So it has Fred Savage and Oprah Winfrey and I think you what? mentioned this to us last we year. We have it here if we it's we only do. like forty minutes long. Oh, we'll have to watch well, that. 
Oh. It, it has some like fairly recognizable voice cast. So interesting. Hmm. It's Wonderful Life. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Classic. Um, my favorite is probably uh, Christmas Carol, but the one with um, Muppets. No, not that Muppet one. Christmas Carol. I the one who's the guy who's George like, C. Scott. Is he the one who is... Uh, Are you talking about the animated one or live action? No, live action. So that's George C. Or Patrick Stewart. There's a Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Uh, that one's a pretty good one, too. I was going to say, the, the guy He'd in Star Trek. Scrooge. <laughs> Although I imagine him as more of the happy Scrooge and less the grumpy Scrooge. Oh, he, he was a grump for the first, you know... Well, right, that's how the... I thought seven Patrick was Stewart did a great job in that movie. The thing about Christmas Carol... A Christmas Carol, rather, is when you read the book, it is way more psychedelic than most of the adaptations I've seen. The mm. one that gets the most psychedelic is the animated Jim Carrey one, mm. just because it's animated. But right, it's also, and Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey. Yeah. So I guess that explains Didn't it. Didn't they do, like, facial, like, they did capture like, for yeah. that one? Yeah. It, it was kind of weird, uncanny motion capture, but also, like, yeah. weird Maybe not Polar Express levels. I mean, it's newer than Polar Express, mm-hmm. therefore the technology is better. I didn't really like better. Polar's. I got weird. it for Christmas one year, so I liked it because I got it as a gift. I thought it was, I, I don't know, I was at the age where I liked trains and stuff, so it floated. I, like I always confuse the Polar Express with the first book of his Dark Materials. I can never what the, remember what the name of that. They made a TV some, show out The of that, Golden though. Compass, I think. Uh, I always got those books, those things confused as ah, a child. The Polar Express. And I'm like, so I, I hate the Polar Express, right? Like, it's demonic and stuff. Is yeah. It? <laughs> I mean, there's the, because there's, there's the, that kind of stuff in the the know-it-all kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, and, and then... So know-it-all kids are demonic. <laughs> so I'm demonic. Um, actually, no, no, like in in the like the kid with the glasses in Polar Express and the yellow pajamas. Yeah, the yellow pajamas. If anybody's demonic I've never in that movie, it's Polar Express. Oh, okay, well, to watch it. Polar de- Express is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Okay, it's it's all the voices. It's like, like Tom Hanks the movie. Tom yeah. Hanks the movie. Yeah, he does almost all the voices. It's From like the scary. conductor, the weird hobo, and Santa Claus. I, I think he did all the motion capture for that too. Like all of it. Even so the kid? The, yeah, even the kid. So the animation looks a little wonky because it's adult making child body sized movements. Ooh, I had uh, that hadn't yeah, occurred yeah. to me. Yeah. Huh. I was that watching like a VFX breakdown of it and it was it was really weird. So, but weird. yeah, he did he he it was Tom Hanks the movie. But okay. I mean, <laughs> they, they, they did something similar. I think Jim Carrey played multiple roles in that Christmas Carol. I believe it, yeah. Just because, you know, Jim Carrey. You have him in the studio for a day and just like, all right, let's knock some of these out. Okay, who who all has said? Um, I haven't said my favorite yet. Um, well, we talked about Christmas Carol in general. Well, I, I said name three Christmas movies, but we're just going on our favorites, so we'll just switch to that. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I'm bad at picking. Nathan, like, well, let's go. Let's do Nathan. Nathan I'm bad Martin. at picking singular favorites, but we had we've had a wonderful life. We've had mention of a Christmas mm-hmm. Carol. What's a favorite Christmas movie? Um, uh, Jingle All the Way. You ever see that one? Is that no. the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? That's the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger as a what? suburban dad in Minneapolis what? who is trying to find the most popular toy the day before Christmas. He has to find a terrible man doll for his son, Jimmy, oh. who is played by baby Darth Vader from Star Wars of the Phantom Menace. Oh. So that, oh. that child actor. Oh, okay. It is this. I kind of want to watch this now. Oh. Because Arnold Schwarzenegger in a Christmas movie. Tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll get a hold of our copy pretty soon, I guess. Yeah. We'll have to watch it this upcoming week. That's pretty good. Because it's, it's something all right. It's, mm-hmm. And then there's like this mailman he's competing against, played by Sinbad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just this whole thing. 
<laughs> it's not like the most theologically sound Christmas movie, mm. <laughs> but it's certainly there a aren't fun a, time. There aren't a lot of Christmas movies that are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sadly, ironically enough. Uh, let's see. A favorite Christmas movie of mine. We already said Chris, A Christmas Carol, but The Muppets Christmas Carol is, in my oh, opinion... Top two. <clears throat> excuse me. In my opinion, the best Christmas Carol um, ed- edition. I don't think it's the best adaptation of the story, but it's no, one of the most entertaining versions. Right, yeah. It's, it's the most entertaining and it's my favorite. It's probably one of the best Muppet movies out there, period. Yeah. That's sort of... It's like sort of... Not my complete submission for this because we already talked about Christmas Carol, but oh gosh, now I have to think about this. Um, hmm. There's no dog there. Yeah, there's <laughs> no dog there. There's, oh, there is no. Oh. Do, don't do we do that every time you come on the podcast? Probably, no. Probably. or at least when we're doing every time show we prep. see you, at least. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at least once per visit. Well, it just happens so naturally. Um, oh gosh, there's nobody so like completely natural stimuli for random things that we do or like, <laughs> like breathing human, human soundboards in here uh, gotta push the right buttons I'm, I'm struggling to come up with another christmas movie here how about uh elf starring elf will ferrell that is a favorite it is not the favorite no it isn't the favorite but i but i it's... will always be down to watch elf during christmas time if uh, i like once faith winced yes <laughs> i get that it's not everybody's cup of tea but I rather enjoy it. I think it's too silly. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it's Will Ferrell. I, I think the point is silly. The point is to be all together too silly. <laughs> That's okay. I think Home Alone. Okay. I have yet silly. to watch Home Alone. Silly. I have it on you DVD. Have we should just do a Christmas movie marathon this upcoming week. Yeah, that sounds good. I, I'm actually I took the whole week off, so that uh that is a possibility i have to be here until christmas eve because i work at the ups and this mm-hmm. is the weekend we have to come in every day this isn't sponsored except for it pays it, nathan's it, bills it, it pays me so in that way it's sponsored kind of sideways by sponsored. the united puppy squishers <laughs> <laughs> um okay puppy that, since what, what are okay uh now that we've done like christmas Just, movies that you liked what are christmas movies you saw and did not like i think Faith has spoken for Elf. Yep. Um, John, what's a Christmas movie you do not like? A Christmas movie I don't like? Uh, you already said Polar Express. Oh, I suppose. Okay. I just... But something different. Polar... Something different. Okay. Yeah, we already talked about Polar Express. Here's right. the thing. If I don't like it, I don't actively seek out watching it. Sometimes I also it, don't remember it. Right. right. Unless so it's I don't so play... egregious that I have to. For instance, I could say... A Hallmark film is probably the any worst Christmas Hallmark movie, movie I've seen. Is automatically, but they're all the same movie. Right. Any Hallmark Christmas movie is the worst Christmas movie Any ever. Hallmark movie is the worst movie <laughs> yes. ever made. I've yes. got it. I know which one I dislike the most. All right. Let's hear it. Um, Spots Christmas? Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, I man. just... We watched... Is that Tim Burton? No, that? it's no. Jim Carrey. Oh, okay, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is Tim Burton. Christmas. This is the Christmas. Oh man. Oh, um, no. Oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I cannot stand that movie. Ooh. I'm sorry. I need I, to watch I hate that. Tim Burton so much. That, that is. A... I, I I wish for his salvation, but I cannot stand any of his works. I I uh, I denounce tim burton and all of his works but also <laughs> all of his empty shows, all his empty shows. <laughs> but by, by the batman is okay i will i will what make that exception batman the, the original directed. 1989 batman 
The one that's not directed. directed. But it's Tim Batman Burton. Returns right. is a Christmas I'm movie. Rejecting... The one starring the Penguin and Catwoman, that one's a Christmas I'm, movie. I'm rejecting all of Tim Burton but the Batman. Okay, but, okay. Nightmare Before Christmas the, but, doesn't, doesn't float So, but well, here's the thing. The fact that you're acknowledging it on this episode of the podcast means you we could bust out categorize salt, yes. it as a Christmas movie <laughs> and not as a Halloween movie. Well... The whole point is, it's it's. I, I agree with Christmas. you on the on the point that it's a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. but um, at, that's kind of a hot take. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, you know me. The hottest. We are all takes. about those spicy takes. This is a spicy drink that I'm drinking right now. Yes, that's why I like it. You right. had, you're having what we call a ginger snap. Yeah, I know. I ginger ale and fireball. Fireball. I always like say red like ball. Fireball. You were about to say red ball again. You red always ball. do. That. <laughs> red bone. Why. Red ball is Red Bull and Fireball. But we haven't made it yet, so we it's haven't prob- actually made it. It was invented by my brain fart, which has been burned into my memory. Uh, like, the, yeah. Whenever I want to say fireball, I will always initially want to say red ball. <laughs> It's kind of like when you're learning it's a like song, like in piano lessons as a little kid, and you make a mistake, and if you don't pay attention, that it's just the way you will play that song forever. Oh yeah, that yeah, that's how that goes. Um, let's see. So, any other Christmas movies we do not like, other than Tim Burton and Hallmark, and Hallmark, some uh, other Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey. See, see, I just want to say one thing about that movie. First time I watched it was when I was in a little bitty boy. Living in a box. Fourth grade. Stairs. You saw the Grinch. I saw the Grinch. Oh yeah. It was at school. Like we would do every once in a while, we'd do movies during lunchtime. So we'd go to the cafeteria, get our trays, and then go back to our classroom to watch a movie while we ate lunch. Mm-hmm. And it was around Christmas time. We were doing this, and so we voted, and everyone wanted to watch the Grinch, the new Grinch. And I did not want to watch it. I watched. Like well, the, he looks freaking scary. Yeah, and I was it's like, Jim Carrey. I was the first time I saw right. it. But in I a was, Grinch costume. I was drinking some chocolate milk, and then I saw him, and I was like, I don't want my chocolate milk anymore. And I was put off from chocolate milk that for is... like the next year because Ooh. it reminded me of Jim Carrey, Ooh. the Grinch. And see, How the original animated special well, is really grade, so like fourth grade. Yeah, dang, that is seventh or eight, seven or eight. That's years old. that, that stuff influence. is your lifeblood when you're in fourth grade. <laughs> right, yeah. In the little carton, as yeah. I'm told. Did you have cast clay or Lando Lakes? Uh, cast clay, I think it was. When I was in, in elementary school. school, we had Lando Lakes. That's they probably switched like to cast clay at some point. Mm. Yeah, mm. local. We had local. Kemp's. Ooh, Kemp's fancy Kemp's. cities. <laughs> Fancy Area. Anoka stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Those cake eaters in Anoka. We <laughs> we didn't get <laughs> Anoka's like the most good ever. <laughs> we, we didn't have chocolate milk at school. Mm. Well, occasionally we, we did. We on, had Nesquik powder at our house. On my on my siblings' count. birthdays we would occasionally whip out the chalky milk. Now, Chucky Swiss chocolate milk is the stuff. That is, we actually typically diluted that with a little bit of like whole it's, milk yeah, because it's, so, it's rich. so rich. And it would last longer that way, too. We would savor every drop of that stuff. Welcome to our chocolate milk podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the chocolate cast. Welcome to the chocolate milk podcast. The chocolate cast. Yeah. I remember the first time I had hot chocolate with milk instead of hot chocolate with water. It's... It's a, it changes. It was life changing. Yeah. Hey, we could harder uh, to heat up, but more definitely worth it. Yes. 
<laughs> could uh, get you uh, a frothed hot chocolate yeah, after with, the with podcast our, uh, with our barista over here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's got. We got a James. I've been making them for James and Nathan. Oh, so. Yes, it's all good. They're, they're pretty good. Uh, working out the kinks a little bit, but it's uh, it's it's turning out pretty good. Partially, I mean, we had to clean out the machine. Yeah. And sometimes the milk tells us that it likes feet, and that's just not something. What? Oh, we don't accept. Uh, We're not? working out the kinks. Oh, my. The milk. <laughs> the milk tells us. The milk tells us. I'll spat things. out my Pendleton. We might have to cut that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we might. <laughs> um, okay. Other favorite. So. Other least favorite Christmas movies that we hasn't seen. gone yet. I don't know. We Nathan we, didn't really give an answer. I didn't really. I talked about Hallmark. Yeah. Um, but like, what's one that other people like that you didn't really? Or did you really pay that much attention? I see. I. I, I don't like to focus on the negative. I personally don't care for Frosty the Snowman too, but that's just me. So here, here's the thing about Frosty the Snowman. I, I enjoy it. It's it's good. Yeah. But my younger sister Joan. Um, oh no. <laughs> what I know, happened? I know this story. Uh, she, <laughs> whenever she was sick, uh, she she was not the most uh, nice person to have be sick because she would just lay on the couch Shout and look miserable. Joan. Shout out to Joan who probably isn't You're listening. Awesome. She, she is awesome. Um, but when she was sick as a kid. Uh, she would just kind of lay on the couch miserably, not wanting to talk. And the only thing she would want to watch on the TV was Frosty the Snowman. No matter what time of the year it was, we would watch Frosty the Snowman four or five times a day for a week straight while she's sick and like has her mouth closed and pu- her cheeks puckered like she's vomited in her mouth but it's like not she doesn't she just wants to look awful and terrible <laughs> for us just so she can she, keep watching she's there on the couch with that white sheet with the mickey mouse picnic on the bottom that we always used whenever somebody was sick oh, that was laid over the couch it was it's a thing man i think that for me anyway. that was like my mom had the sweater she would always wear it, when we were sick <laughs> Because she didn't care that it got dirty. <laughs> so yeah, it didn't ruin Frosty the Snowman completely for me for like ever, but for a while, that's what I. Oh, this is the Jonas Sick movie. Yeah, exactly. I sort of. I know this is off the the topic we have very loosely held to, but I enjoy a lot of the old like TV Christmas movies, like that, like the cartoons. Like the old puppet animated Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is probably my favorite. And Rudolph Frost. is very fun. And uh, Jack Frost, I never actually got to see that. I think I yep. watched it on TV once. You ever watch like Santa Claus is Coming to Town? Oh, the yes. Burger Meister, with, Meister Burger? Yeah, with Mickey Rooney. Yeah. Is that the one with put one foot in front of the yep. other? Yeah, that's that yep, one. That's okay. that one. Yeah, that good new musical numbers. The animation was serviceable and charming and for the most part. Yeah. Uh, and then you have like the little drummer boy. That one was pretty good. Um, it was actually biblical. We somewhat <laughs> well yeah. minus the drummer boy or right. anything else that it, happens, <laughs> but it's set in a biblical setting. It is. It, it, it directly involves baby Jesus. Yes. So it's, of all, the, it, it of does all better the than most of them. movies. This one actually has to do with the original Christmas <laughs> directly, um, or the the climax of the film is in Christmas, like the yeah the nativity. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I really like uh the Charlie Brown, oh, the Charlie yeah. Brown Christmas mm-hmm. peanut stuff in general. I like just I the character like, of Charlie Brown. I like peanuts, but it wants me to take it wants me to take a nap while I'm watching. <laughs> it's uh, it's there's just something like okay, this is something you watch while half awake. 
Kind Charlie Brown like, Christmas and Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown are like, like the two very sleepy of way. the original specials that were like fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like a couple years ago they made like a 3D animated Peanuts movie that oh, was stylized yeah. in Ugh. 2D. But it was stylized really heavily into yeah. 2D and it actually All, worked. Uh, Spider-Verse but not that that hardcore. But it was like, it like 3D but but like shaded like it, cartoony. It was, it was very I'd heavily have, stylized. I have to see it. it mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think it might be on... Disney Plus. It might, I thought I saw it too. on there. Anyway, so Charlie Brown Christmas is really yeah. good. Um, and that one actually gets to the heart Saint of what Christmas is at the end. Yeah. Lineticus of P- Pinutus. Peanutus. Peanutus. Another sort of Christmas story. A Christmas um, story? This is one I've told to this group before probably. but um, So my older brother, when I was growing up, had this way of convincing me of things that were very much not true. Um, just to razz me a few of which i only found out recently were not true (laughs) but in this case um this was how i learned what royalties were so um we were sitting in the car we had just gone to confession waiting for my mom a lot of stuff happened when we were waiting for my mom in the car anyway uh we were sitting we had just gone to confession we were sitting in the car it was like maybe a few days before christmas and we're listening to the radio there's christmas music and the charlie brown theme song comes on and i'm like how come they always play the charlie brown theme song at christmas and ryan's like nah probably for the royalties or something cynical like that you know 13 year old stuff Mm -hmm. and uh i was like what are royalties i was maybe like i don't know nine something like that eight or nine and he's like oh you don't know so this is how it works uh, the King and Queen of England um, own <laughs> peanuts. <laughs> so people have to, every time they use stuff from the show, they have to pay them money to use it. So they call them royalties. <laughs> Which is that, half. That is almost half getting true. Yeah, he like sprinkled little bits of truth in these sorts of things to where it was... Believable, and that from that day I knew I knew what royalties were. <laughs> like I, I think mom got back in the car and outed him a little bit, but there was a brief moment there where I thought that's how it worked. The other one where recent I only recently figured like out the last wasn't year, I think. true. This was like yeah maybe six like a last few spring. months ago. Yeah. yeah, well before Riley went to seminary. Uh, <laughs> so I was a picky eater growing up. Ryan is like. You know, James, if you eat tomatoes, like, they contain hemoglobin, that's good for your blood. (laughs) (laughs) I dispelled this We were talking about tomatoes while cleaning the kitchen one day. I was like, yeah, I suppose I could probably eat more. Like, I think it was, like, talking about I need to eat healthier or something like that. I was like, yeah, I suppose there's tomatoes. Like, that's supposed to be good for your blood, isn't it? And Riley just looks at me like, what? (laughs) And then, is this something Ryan told you? I was like, no way. I Google it comes up with nothing <laughs> send a very strongly worded text to ryan <laughs> he's like i forgot about that <laughs> i can't believe the, you still the think thing that. that tomatoes have is lycopene like which is very good for you and right potassium. and potassium right but not hemoglobin <laughs> <laughs> your body produces hemoglobin <laughs> So it's another one of those instances where he sprinkled in a little bit of truth. If you need to take hemoglobin supplements, you might be a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> so there may still be latent things programmed into my my young brain that I still think are true. That he maybe not nefariously, if only for something a little off topic. But 
Yeah, just a little. I feel like this is going to be an episode that's hard to stay on topic just because of right. the nature of the discussion is so broad. Uh huh. Um, Riley, are there Christmas movies besides Polar Express you can't stand? Besides that and Hallmark, no. Yes. I just did not watch a lot of Christmas movies growing up. Yeah. We watched the same two or three that we had on DVD. And yeah, that's typically how it went. And VHS as well. I feel like if it was a movie we were going to hate, we didn't borrow it or get it or watch it. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mom uh, has kind of soft banned um, the movie A Christmas Story. Oh, uh, yeah. Because she just cannot stand that one. You've seen it, or like, though, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. She just doesn't like the bit where, he, where he gets shot, where like the ricochet hits him in the eye or what? All, all sorts of stuff. Uh, just the... The dogs. There's like the, a whole bunch of like off-color jokes that she's like, I don't want to have my kids around like that. Like the lamp. The lamp. The, Isn't there the, somebody in our neighborhood who has that? I don't know, probably. I think last yes. year. Yeah. It's it's by campus. It's on 12th Street. Yeah, I know I've seen that. She, she would allow us to borrow it from the library once every two, three years. Mm-hmm. But, like, we, we don't own it. And probably won't until... We probably won't. Until, like, <laughs> a sibling owns it and has it in their collection. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen it. I don't want to. It's, it's very dumb, but also... It's... I don't know. I, I like it. It's... 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 At the time it came out, it was sort of like in the eighties. So like all those people, it takes is like set in like the nineteen forties, kind of middle of America, which is where a lot of people watching the movie would have. That would have been like when they were growing up, kind of a like nostalgia movie. Uh, I think the best part of the movie is it is very much a nostalgia movie because there's a narrator who is the kid mm-hmm. as an adult telling the story, who but he describes all the observations of a child with the language of an adult. Where it's very like detailed and uses all these long words that no kid would ever know, mm-hmm. but it's just like such a weird contrast. It's there so was, uh, oh gosh, I, for whatever reason, I came across this article today where I was talking about the actor who would play the little boy Ralphie in the movie. He there was there was a scene where he was daydreaming that he was a cowboy, like using his BB mm-hmm. gun to scare away all the bullies or whatever at school, and. He was supposed. The script said he was supposed to um, spit snooze, and so one of the stage guys just straight up gave him like tobacco, chewing tobacco, <laughs> and he got <laughs> horrifically sick. And the de- the director is like, "What on earth is going on here?" And then they found out what was happening. Like, guys, he is twelve years old. <laughs> and so like they, he after he recovered, they just like used raisins, like like crushed oh, up raisins to do the same effect, but. Yeah, like little things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, let's see. Christmas movies I don't like. Um, uh, well, I already talked about the Nightmare Before Christmas. I, that that whole aesthetic just very much bothers me. There's James and the Giant's Peach. Even though my name I think, is James, I, th- I just I think that we, might we have been the, the catalyst for it. Yeah, that was yeah at a young age. Because everyone was like, "Oh, this has the word James in it. James will probably like it." No, that stuff is nightmare fuel. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're allowed Aud- to audible speak. Lips, Aud- so audible mouth. Speak your opinions. Yes. Push back, Faith. <laughs> Faith disagrees. I'll regret it. Oh. <laughs> you you won't regret doing this podcast. You think of you, all the you, people here, you'd have the most faith in yourself. That was that was on the nose. Anyway. <laughs> so guys, when is an appropriate time to set up a Christmas tree? Hmm. Whoa. December twenty fourth. <laughs> you think so? That late? <laughs> it's Advent. 
right. Christmas. Technically well, speaking, it's Advent until it's Christmas, thing. and then 12 days after that, it's Christmas. Often what we did growing up is we would put up the tree, just the tree, and then we would decorate it as we approached See, Christmas. That, that, I like that. That's yeah. cool. That's fun. We also, like growing up, we had uh, we did the Advent wreath um, with the four candles in the house, and we would we would sing like an Advent hymn and do some meditations and prayers and different things leading up to Christmas every night. So that was... Those were some cool traditions that we had growing up. My mom, on Thanksgiving, sets up the tree. Yeah, to me that's... I mean, and decorates it. I'll allow it because most, a lot of the time, the weekend of Thanksgiving, like this year, is the first week of Advent. But usually. Yeah, the day after Thanksgiving is when I can stop complaining about people playing Christmas music in the supermarket. <laughs> yeah, usually we would get home from, from going to Thanksgiving started. stuff. Uh, it would usually be like a Saturday or Sunday after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, so like usually first weekend of uh, yeah. Of well, and then now that most of Advent. us most of us are moved out of the house, like this last weekend when we uh, uh, several of us were home, we decorated the tree because that's just when my mom had help. So mm-hmm. sure, um, yeah, like it. The Christmas season hasn't like the Advent Christmas whole like season hasn't started for me until I sat in the living room helping put up the Christmas tree with Elvis Presley's Christmas album in the background. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. that was like always how we kicked it off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Christmas music. We could talk about like the Christmas music artists. Uh, Bing Crosby's my now, personal. If you want to talk about Christmas songs, we don't like, I can have a opinion. Yeah, let's not that. do that. That, that. We'll be here all night. Um, well, some people had some opinions about what I played at the Christmas party. Well, it wasn't I, Christmas music. That wasn't it, Christmas music. I was music. playing Tori Kelly's new Christmas album she Nobody came liked out with that. in November. <laughs> or no, Everybody she came out with it in October. That. <laughs> What's that? She came out with it in October. Yeah. You but out Christmas album. immediately it got shut down. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? What the heck? Well, I, I don't that's know. That's not I Christmas guess music. I've never... It, no. It's not coming up. Well, that's okay, because... <laughs> Literally... We went over the copyright thing. Well, I'm not going to play it. I'm just showing you. It's oh, really? Christmas album. She's the, her first one all. is Silent Night. Her lyrics are very Christmassy. Okay, maybe. And she well, made yeah. up a song called 25th. Because I, I don't remember who it was was talking to me. But they are like, why, doesn't, why don't people make up new Christmas songs? Everyone just makes covers of the when... classic ones. And I'm like, well, they're classic. But also... People do make up new ones. You just don't remember them because they're not classic. Also, when people come up with new ones, they end up being Last Christmas, and all I want for Christmas is you. <sighs> and no thank you very much. I very much prefer <laughs> um, the mashup of Creep by Radiohead and All I Want for Christmas. It works way too well <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, anyway, um, let's see. Yeah, Bing Crosby is my personal favorite. Another one we listened to a lot was Andy Williams' Christmas album. Oh, yeah. Josh Groban's Christmas album is pretty solid. Um, yeah, those are those are ones I've We had to. this one um, album, this Christmas album, that was a radio show that Bing Crosby did in World War II. Mm. And so not not only is it like Bing Crosby singing Christmas songs and some from his little recent hit movie, but like little like it was sponsored by Kraft Cheese, and oh. every so often it would be like Kraft Cheese spread. If you want oh, yeah. to set the table this Christmas with all sorts of spreads and stuff. Get craft cheese spread with yep. little bits of pickle all through it. <laughs> See, we think brand integrations are new. No, they're as old as basically any mass media. But but it was it's like and it's got like other guest stars that come on and sing the little songs and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's 
It's fun. Like a, it's like a variety show, but on the yes. radio. Yes. Yeah, I think I've heard like tracks from that, like when I'm just playing Christmas music on Spotify on random or whatever. It's not all Christmas music. Some of it's just like old jazz and blues or stuff. like churchy type things. Oh, yeah, churchy. <laughs> um, let's see. I have a personal distaste for Michael Bublé, but he is a good singer. I will acknowledge. His, his diction uh, is bad. His yeah. Ave Maria is... <laughs> In fairness, how could you expect people to know Latin diction? Yeah. <laughs> and adapt it to... Well, he's a jazz singer. He's a jazz singer. There's yeah. that too. Gratia plena. <laughs> the thing I cannot stand from him the most, because it makes me so uncomfortable, is him singing Santa Baby. <laughs> It's like that song any guy kind of singing that just sounds yeah. all sorts of weird. I don't think guys should sing that no. song. No, no, no. I, I'm we'll not sure that anybody should sing that song. Let's no, no. It's, it's actually baby. one of my mom's favorites. Punch my heretics uh. in the face. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the acceptable attitude. I was at Walmart today, Christmas shopping. <laughs> Huh. Believe it or not, as one and does. there was Christmas music playing at Walmart. As as there is often. And there was this Hanukkah song. What? It was this. Uh, it was like this new. I don't know what it was. It was like a. It was. A, I could tell. They were trying to be Jewish by playing polka. It was like polka hip hop about Hanukkah. And I was like, All right. How do you have? polka and rap at the same time and did you know it work i think it could work did you anyway. know uh, that if it's in like polish or something yeah. i don't know if this is a new thing but i discovered it today that walmart has its own radio station for oh, walmart yeah. oh yeah i did oh, not sure. know that but it doesn't like, surprise me. having worked there i can confirm that this has been the case for a long time <laughs> i didn't realize is this, that is this broadcast to all walmarts yeah, yeah. oh that makes, it's like satellite radio. It's got to be. It's pre recorded. And they were trying to do. There was like I was listening it's, to it's the two hosts of the Walmart radio, and they were they were like. I've never heard those come on. Talking about they're trying to talk about. Let's talk about what's trending in the Walmart world right now. I'm like, <laughs> gross. How many people are are paying attention to what's That's trending really, in the it's, Walmart? The, the Walmart radio is for the employees. <laughs> that part is to break the monotony the of the same enough. two hour loop of songs. <laughs> They have, they have the same segment of songs that they play, f- like, you know, on two-hour loops. Mm-hmm. So you get it four or five times in a shift. Consumerism. <laughs> yeah. Yay. I suppose that can be sort of a segue into so- a couple of the things I wanted to talk about. Oh, what did you want to talk about? So, what do you want to talk about? Um, kind of broadly speaking, like, we've been talking about, like, favorite Christmas movies, Christmas songs, little traditions here and there. Um... Which kind of leads into, as, as sort of a cliche at this point, the reason for the season, obviously. What's now, the true meaning of Christmas? Yes. Now, the deal is, um, obviously we all know that Christmas is a celebration of Christ's birth, right? Yeah. Um, let's see. Do oh, let's see. When was Chris, Christmas originally like first actually celebrated by the church? When? Because that when did that tradition start? Because Easter, I think, has been celebrated by the church since the beginning. Basically. They're like in Ireland or some place with paganism, and they're like, "Hey, this December thing you do is isn't particularly cool. Um, how about we just replace it with Christmas? Let's let's appropriate well, your let's appropriate your culture. How about?" 
kind of. St. Francis kind of. created the first nativity scene. Yeah. Ooh. Well, because like Christ's birth is commemorated for a while, and then it's sort of, I think there was, a, uh, I, I need to do research on this, but right, um, medieval period sometime. And since then, especially in England, I think is one country that really developed a lot of the Christmas traditions that we still practice, and a lot of the Christmas carols originated in well, and the Christmas Saint Nicholas. Yeah, well, that was a combination of different cultures because there was that was Protestants. Yeah, yeah. So so is the Advent candle. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? So yeah, they can have neat. good ideas yeah. sometimes. Anyways, yeah. um. So let's see. They're they're one for one, one and one. <laughs> they're one and one on those accounts. <laughs> the fat Santa Claus is does no justice to Saint Nicholas. But one thing that kind of bleeds through um with all these different like things surrounding Christmas is um tradition. Um tradition. And what what is tradition? Tradition. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Not fiddler on the roof. But um Nor are we Catholic tradition, no. Yeah. But uh there's there's a lot of things surrounding Christmas that sort of developed out of like the celebration of it. Mm-hmm. I I sort of categorized this when I was thinking about it. Like you have Christmas traditions that do directly with it, and then there's things sort of a mythos almost of like stuff surrounding the celebration of Christmas. So it's sort that's of tangentially what, Christmas, and that's the structure around so which like, the culture has created the, their idea. Not Saint Nicholas, Santa Claus, and the elves, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and this is reflected in Christmas carols, right? Because mm-hmm. originally well, Christmas nice. carols had very much to do with like um, singing about caroling, which is pretty meta for 1600s. <laughs> um, down to like the Twelve Days of Christmas, which all of the gifts were like direct symbols of like tenets of the faith, and they were used to teach children the you know the catechism while the church was being persecuted in england is sort of code which is pretty cool stuff um i once read through the list of like what the different symbols were i I wouldn't be able to tell you right off the top of my head but so you have like um you know away in a manger silent night which was written by a german guy because the organ was broken and all they had was a guitar so he wrote silent night as a christmas hymn (laughs) to play at mass which is pretty cool the liturgical guitar gave us that yeah (laughs) check checkmate uh trads anyway (laughs) (laughs) that is the at least the 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 legend of how the silent night was written but you have silent night oh holy night all these different songs that surround like the actual christ's birth at christmas and then you have stuff like jingle bells which was actually originally written for thanksgiving time i think but that didn't stick uh, Jingle Bells, um, uh, Deck the Halls. Here's the thing. Here it's Deck go, the Hall. Like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, well, Frosty the Snowman. A lot of people will be like, oh, those were just commercial inventions to sell stuff for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, I, yeah. I think they more, I mean, like, definitely people like commercialized and capitalized off that stuff. But me as an advertising guy, there's not... Typically, when you advertise or market something, there's a call to action. Like, you're trying to get people to do something specific. So, I'm going to add, buy this whiskey or whatever at the end of it. But with, with these things, there's not really... Like, with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, there's no, like... In, like, there's no It was based message. on a short storybook. Right, yeah. But, like, these are all, like, sort of tales and little um, cultural things, like, surrounding Christmas and the celebration of it. Not Maybe not directly to, like... 
subliminally drive sale of Christmas stuff. Although there's you know elements of that because merchandising or whatever you're not your royalties. Merchandising, <laughs> merchandising, <laughs> where the real money from the movie is made. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but nowadays, like Christmas, there's sort music, of that split. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're letting okay. But so nowadays, Christmas music is more like if you say the word snow or mention maybe Christmas and allowing it to snow and allowing it, then then it's suddenly Christmas. It's like modern Christmas music is a little bit like certain um, like country music where it's like if you say tractor and maybe blue jeans and like and speak beer. in a drawl or blue and, and talk about beer, it's a it's a country song. No matter if it's. It doesn't matter if it's to a hip hop beat, little Nas X, whatever your name is. Yeah, it, it's definitely country because you said tractor. <laughs> <laughs> you said snow, so it's definitely a Christmas song. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of has that same attitude, just because it's like it's not a genre. It's winter Christmas. Winter Christmas, yeah. There's sort yeah. of a fair critique, I think. Poor of- Australians. Yeah, I know, and that's yeah. the other thing. It's only like North America and pa- most of Europe. Destroy the southern hemisphere. Yeah. <laughs> Society's progressed past the need for the southern hemisphere. Yeah. <laughs> we save the penguins and nothing else. The penguins <clears throat> don't celebrate Christmas. No, anyway. And it, it's plenty like cold and icy down there anyway, right, right. so it, it fits the correct aesthetic. Okay. Um, they must. He must be a South Pole elf. Anyway, um, so what do you suppose... I mean, there's 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 something to be said, like a fair point. I think of like the the stuff the the stuff that is not directly to do with Christmas, kind of being maybe a symptom or related to like sort of the secularization of Christmas and the commercialization and on down the line. Um, and you could probably wax poetic about the origins of that. Is probably when like the Protestant, you know, Reformation or what have you, where stuff started getting thrown in there that wasn't before, because Christmas is literally christ mass is the origin of the word <gasps> so it's, it's very much in the catholic tradition it's very much a liturgical thing but oddly there were a lot of jews in hollywood making christmas movies at the time too like in the yeah 40s. most of those like old uh, uh, it, it, uh i think it's but the bing crosby those christmas yeah. movies that guy was jewish was the guy that, jewish? no 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 the guy that directed the movie oh, i forget oh. what his name is oh yeah but yeah it was it, it's just like funny how mm-hmm. that was like part of hollywood's it's very much embedded in american culture and then different cultures have their different ways of celebrating christmas england in particular it's it's got a special place um for them well charles dickens was from england and he wrote a christmas carol and that dictates like half of the christmas movies that ever get made right well and and like him writing a christmas carol and it becoming popular sort of is attributed sort of maybe mythically i'm not sure how to extent it's true but him writing that is what sort of solidified the celebration of Christmas in England because of how popular that was. Which I, I think it'd be culturally practiced, like carried down from the Catholic tradition. But like, you know, England at this point had been Protestant for a couple centuries. So it was like, why celebrate Christmas? And I think there was a couple of years where like when Oliver, Oliver Cromwell took over the reins in England or something like he outlawed Christmas for like five years. And I was like, man, that would suck. <laughs> but, uh, but it anyway. sounds like the plot to, um, Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. <laughs> Based on a true story, <laughs> but very loose. Yeah. Um, let's see. What was the whole, the whole point I was getting to? I don't know. Anyway, um, the whole point I was trying to make here is <laughs> I love hate 
sauerkraut. Oh, I'm sorry. We were talking about Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um. So how do okay? So how do we as Catholics not get bogged down? Or actually, I suppose in the spirit of this podcast, how do we draw the true, the good, and the beautiful of Christmas out of all the things associated with celebrating it? Make your own gifts out of stuff and stuff. <clears throat> well, I suppose Christmas is an apt time to. If you're good at that stuff. Right, right, yeah. But I mean, like, gift of self reflected. I mean, that was the one thing my parents always told us growing up, and probably most people's parents, is like, we give you gifts because we love you. Mm-hmm. And that sort of gift of self for love <clears throat> of another, it like symbolized in giving of gifts at Christmas time, which is in itself uh, should be a reminder of like God's gift of himself to us by being born on this earth. So sort of the fulfillment of the incarnation, I mm-hmm. suppose is what you could categorize Christmas as. But technically Christmas is not the incarnation. No, no, no. But I mean, it's the, cul- it's the uh, culmination of, you know, the, it is the memorial of the incarnation. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is Nine about the incarnation. after the feast of the incarnation on March 25th. Um, yeah. Or before. So, yes. Good point. We have faith to guide the way. And, uh, <laughs> she, she, she's in the room to roll her eyes now. Yeah. I think it's great how people, how many people find joy in this season. Like even, even if, if they're not, not religious, Christian yeah. or believe in God, even mm-hmm. like they still see like the beauty of celebrating. Mm-hmm. Right. And like a lot of the the popular stories, like It's a Wonderful Life and Christmas Carol, bring to light some very human truths about human goodness, Mm -hmm. um, about charity and living your life in service of others Mm -hmm. as opposed to for yourself. So a lot of the, um, there are a lot of very good and true um, themes associated with Christmas films due to pillar titles like Christmas Mm -hmm. Carol and uh but i I think like the broader culture recognizes and like that's sort of the thing too is what we like what we try to do when we live our lives by example and that witness is like the broad culture has recognized for a long time like the good things associated with christmas and like the grace that kind of flows from out without it and so like these secularized versions of christmas sort of are like little echoes of what lies beneath so it's it's kind of a cool way that hopefully like you know by our example and the way we live and consume these sorts of things well, that's not the best term because we don't want to be just consumers but anyway i mean we do a lot of consuming around christmas tell you what those uh those cookies that <laughs> Riley <laughs> riley's aunt has been giving us a lot of uh good a lot of food. consumables yes mm-hmm. sure that's the word to use. Edibles, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Quick. Change the subject. Um, but, like, the culture recognizes the good things about Christmas. And hopefully, like, if we, if you know, I guess one goal for us Catholics would be to, like, try to use those as opportunities to draw people in closer to, you know, the truth and reality of Christmas and God's gift and his love for humanity. Because if they recognize, like, sort of, you know the beauty of like christmas time and the celebration of christmas you know beauty attracts people and draws them closer to the the true the good and uh the well beautiful is one of us so. beautiful there you go yeah beautiful beautiful and uh <laughs> this, the celebration of christmas 
um, the cultural, like our whole culture celebrating Christmas to one extent or another is a reflection of unity. <gasps> it is. Although we are united it, in the it, celebration it, of the thing, even if it's, you know, it's more sake. inclusive to say happy holidays because not everyone celebrates Christmas. Right. Well, you know, yeah, I celebrate Kwanzaa. I yes. feel like I, <laughs> over the years, like the, like, the whole politically correct thing over Christmas is like that, that's sort of kind of gone. It's down. kind of swung back a little. Yeah, bit. because people like, don't really care so much. Oftentimes, you'll hear Jewish Merry people Christmas. say, "You know, if somebody wishes me Merry Christmas, I'll say Merry Christmas to you too." Right. Because especially in the United States, it is sort of a cultural holiday. It's a cultural default. Yeah, it is like an American cultural holiday as well mm-hmm. as like I, a I would Christian take no holiday. offense to somebody wishing me a Happy Hanukkah or Happy Kwanzaa because it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll have a good day I that day. I literally never met someone who celebrates but, Kwanzaa. <laughs> No, Ev. Right. I've no. met people who celebrate Hanukkah. I learned Kwanzaa. about Kwanzaa though. I thought it was a religious, uh, like African uh, holiday, but it actually is purely African American, and it is pretty secular. Like it's not really about. It's just about uh, so uh, equality, basically. Mm-hmm. That's mm. it. And it's basically Christmas with a few added things. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing, and Nathan sort of briefly referred to this. Um, I did. Well, the origins of Christmas, people are like, oh, it's just like the Catholics taking over the, you know, the winter the solstice celebration, stuff. like pagan rituals and stuff. It's like, so? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, because the thing was, back in the day, like the missionary spirit of the church was very much to take what the people understood and bring the redemption of Christ into it. And you know, raising you know, raising them up with that because there there were some things that they believed that were good and mm-hmm. had a solid foundation in some their understanding of truth, mm-hmm. um, and so just take that and inject more truth, goodness, and beauty and yeah. actual. And if you think about too, like to right it. before we celebrate Advent, there's a feast of Christ the King who was Lord over all the earth, and so like that was sort of the Christians by taking over literal like pagan temples and making them into cathedrals. Or, or not cathedrals, but like churches and um, taking pagan feasts and traditions like the Christmas tree, for example, is like a Germanic sort of celebration, but like sort of not really, not really like, you know, being sellouts. It's not syncretism. Uh, explain syncretism for us. Syncretism is like taking all of different cultures and directly incorporating their things just as is without Mm-hmm. baptizing them christianizing them mm-hmm. so it's uh, like if we were to adopt native american spiritual practices like verbatim mm-hmm. then that would be syncretism yeah but what we intend to do is appropriation mm-hmm. so we take the, the symbols and language it? and all of that cultural context and sort of turn it christian yeah baptize frame it. frame christianity using those in a way that makes sense to the culture mm-hmm you see this kind of epitomized in the way that we formulate a lot of doctrines that we have. Mm-hmm. So like the hypostatic union is a term that's like ripped straight out of uh, Plotinus in the third century. So he kind of had this, this term hypostasis, which is not really person, but it's like the, the word that Greek uses for person. Mm-hmm. And so like, they were all deciding these things in Greek. So we basically adopted that language because that's what intellectuals were familiar with. 
mm-hmm. to use it to explain the concept of the divine and human natures being united in one person. Mm-hmm. Similarly, with all of these kind of cultural symbols, we take them and we inject Christianity into them and we use them for our Christian purposes. To introduce Christ into them and like speak the language of the people to preach the gospel. Right. So yeah, don't feel guilty for listening to that Christmas song or <laughs> unless it's the ones we talked about. Yeah, feel uh, feel guilty about listening to them. Feel yeah. guilty about listening to Santa Baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, Continue to listen to it. Just be guilty. Yes. Just be guilty. Shame. Mm-hmm. Shame. Don't feel guilty about, you know, watching that Christmas movie. Well, depending on the Christmas movie. As long as it's not Hallmark. Yeah. Or, or, or whatever. Bad what, what was it? Netflix or Hulu that did the... There's, there's weird things. There, there's weird things that happen. Yeah. Other people are trying to reappropriate what we've appropriated right. already. Be discerning in your media, but generally, if you <laughs> go into it with, uh, you know, in the spirit of celebrating Christ's Christ's birth and not doing things that are very much contrary to that, then uh, I don't know. You're good. Good for you. Yeah. We gotta watch. Go a, to mass. We, we, on Christmas. And then go to Mass other than Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Christmas <laughs> and Easter are the only times of year that you go to Mass. We would recommend that you uh, maybe uh, up maybe the frequency a bit. Like to about uh, once to a about week. Once a, a, a week. Greater than or equal to once a week. Yeah. On Sunday. No more and no less. Yes, on Sunday specifically. Right. Unless you live in an area where you're dispensed because of COVID. But you get the idea. Um, I mean, you still should if you can. The third world country. Well, Sabbath is still an observation you should keep, mm-hmm. regardless of whether you go end up being able to go to church and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess while we wrap up, what are some, if any, like family, like Christmas Day traditions that stick out to you, like growing up? Personally, yeah. Getting a lamp from Santa and being very sad. <laughs> That's a tradition? Like every year? <laughs> no. You have a bunch of lamps. I, do. I love lamps. Do you cover Brother. the lamp? No. Oh, good. Do you a bushel basket? Also, where do you find a bushel basket? Um... That's a Christmas memory. Is there, were there any, like, things you guys did to commemorate Christmas to, uh... John, go. I... Audibly raised my hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, well, my family has a tradition of the Christmas pickle. If you've ever heard of the Christmas pickle, no, it's uh, like Elf on the Shelf, but it's pickle in the tree. It's in the tree. It's there's a it, it's a tiny green pickle ornament like this big. You can audibly see uh, audibly that. gesturing, <laughs> audibly gesturing with About his thumb and forefinger, like yeah. a like a pickle. Like a small pickle. It's small and it's 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 a very dark green, so it blends in with the tree. My mom hides it and then me and my sister go find it on Christmas Day. Huh. I've heard that of that. And whoever cool. wins gets a pat on the back. <laughs> this year my mom dropped it while hiding it in the tree and now she doesn't even know where it is. <laughs> it's an adventure for the whole family. Yeah. So we'll if we had fighting. real trees, there's this Swedish tradition where you kind of like pitch it out the front door the day after Christmas 
Oh. And just let it sit on your lawn until the 12 days of Christmas are over, and then you burn it. <laughs> there you go. Well, because but we never had real trees are really flammable. We never had a real tree, so we didn't do that. We did for a while, but my dad is very much paranoid about Christmas trees lighting the house on fire, so we, we didn't. I'm definitely saving mine for firewood later. Mm. I'll let it dry out. Yeah. They burn real nice. But anyway. Um, <laughs> well, it's, been, it's a pine and it's been Who's sitting drying in your house. Some of my favorite things growing up that we did. I mean, you know, like uh, Christmas caroling is a big thing in our house. Ooh. My mom will. There's like this book where it's like the, uh, the, the with all the sheet music. And it. it's like the has like old Christmas cards and stuff on every page. Um, and like, you know, classic stuff. She'll play the piano and we'll sing along to it. And. After I learned piano lessons, I started learning some of the carols, like how to play them too. And we'll we'll usually now that we're older, the 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 lads will of the household will get together and have a few drinks of Christmas cheer and have mm, a rousing Christmas chorus cheer. of uh, "Oh Holy Night" is usually the crescendo of the night. Um, you know, a little like yeah, Christmas caroling has, has been a big thing since basically as long as I can remember. Yeah, um, it's happening. It happened less frequently in recent years, but like when I was a kid, every Christmas Eve, uh, we would all load into the car and go to Grandma's house, mm-hmm. and like all the uncles and aunts that lived in the area would come, and a lot of great food made by a lot of great people, and then like Dad, and then when Grandpa was alive, it would be Grandpa, but mostly Dad and the uncles would just sit in the living room, play a bunch of old Christmas carols on acoustic guitar, so like Silent Night and uh, the the uh the christmas in the city silver bells mm. uh and the whole night would like crescendo at, at the end of the night everyone would sit sit in a circle in the living room and we'd get, all be assigned days of christmas and we would do 12 ah, days of christmas there you go it was like the highlight of the night we would head home and i think man imagine a big yeah. family being organized this is blowing my mind <laughs> <laughs> well when it comes to music yeah our family is extremely organized that mm-hmm. is how the starts roll yeah you hope maybe maybe uh your 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 new brother-in-law will inject a little bit of that into your family who knows well when we sing deck the halls and the the little christmas uh christmas story bit at the end if you know what i'm talking <laughs> oh, about yes. that, that is a near obligation at this point oh yes i don't know he's ra- he's joined us in a rousing chorus with some christmas cheer in his hand in the past so well yeah um I, anything from you faith in the christmas traditions well, depending on the year, we'll either be at Grandma's house, at home in the cities, or at the farm. So, I don't know, depends where we are, but I think one of my favorite parts is just like the big meal together, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the different Christmas cookies. Food. It's Lefse. great. If you're my family. Yes, mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You... More recently, we'll, we'll like do a cheese and crackers like the night after yeah. of like christmas eve after mass christmas just... eve meal and our family's always beer cheese soup Ooh. which now that i'm an adult i actually like <laughs> yeah I, like when i was a kid i just could not do it and it's just and, cheese oh beer beer cheese. well it, it really doesn't impact the flavor that it's not your not your standard beer cheese yeah. like you know it's cheese beer cooks off yeah cheese, cheese beer, beer soup, soup. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I'm an adult, it's like one of my favorite things is my mom's beer cheese soup. Always like a Christmas tradition. It's, it just mm. always tastes like just cheese, melted cheese to me. <laughs> yeah. And we'll typically do like 
turkey or ham, Cheddar depending on the year this. for the dinner. Mm-hmm. Ugh, now I'm hungry. I hungry. Also, we always put stockings up over the oh, fireplace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have very particular stockings with their names on it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. We one year we got to decorate stockings for ourselves, and they last a while. But eventually, because we just used hot, hot glue on felt, it all fell off. Now we have these glitter abominations. I hate glitter so much. <laughs> Me too. Oh, it's the worst. And now my parents got parents got a new Christmas tree that was smaller because we have more furniture in the living room and more people to put in the living room on Christmas morning, mm-hmm. and with the nephews and in-laws and whatnot. And the thing is coated in glitter. <laughs> so what were you thinking? See, uh, it's like the I've, cat hair of decorations. No, tinsel's the cat hair. Well, no, but I mean it just gets everywhere well, yes. and there's no getting it out completely. But my my dad grew up in a house where the tree was absolutely absolutely destroyed with tinsel, and mm. so we, he just doesn't do it at our place. We do we do like gold garland and that's uh, that's the shiny, mm-hmm. and and lights obviously. But it's like, uh, you you go to grandma's house at Christmas time and it was just silver with tinsel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I guess on that note, I guess we could talk about if there's a particular Christmas memory that pops into your head. Christmas memory. I, I have no memory of this play. <laughs> well, you talked about the lamp. I don't know. I wouldn't categorize that as a Christmas favorite Christmas memory. I don't know. I, just, I don't categorize of... memories by like my favorites. It's like I don't know. It's, no, right. But I, I mean, like I've never been that particularly <laughs> something like, like a good moment that sticks I out. To I you. have. I think getting Pokemon Emerald was my favorite Christmas mm, there memory. You go. Favorite, yeah. I. This isn't my favorite Christmas memory, but it's one that a good one sticks out to me. It's the first time I ever experienced uh, sleep paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. I, I just, I was, I took a nap. It was Christmas time. My mom was playing a Christmas album on the CD player because we had the CD player back then. Mm-hmm. And I was taking a nap on the couch and then I woke from my nap, but my body didn't awake from the nap. So I was stuck there listening to, uh, I it was like, this, oh, Feliz Navidad. Mm-hmm. And I, and I stuck in my head because I couldn't leave the room because I couldn't. <laughs> I was stuck. How old were you? I don't know. I was probably nine or ten. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> so. Right. That reminds me, like not quite related, but, uh, but okay. So in the winter, I get very dry hands. Mm-hmm. I get very dry hands, as you um, do, as, as you do, because there, there's no moisture in the air. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so one Christmas morning, I wake up early. I I just ha- always have. It, it always has been. Uh, mm-hmm. So I just, I got up way earlier than everybody else. A, because I naturally wake up early. And B, because it's Christmas and you're mm-hmm. excited for Christmas. And it's dark kid. until like 8.30. It, exactly. That's actually part of the story. It's dark till 8.30 and I don't bother turning on the lights because that'll wake people up. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of sitting, chilling in the living room, looking at the Christmas tree uh, in the dark. Um, and uh, people wake up, they trickle in and we start the Christmas stuff going on. There's presents and stuff. And I, I look down at my mom like points that points me and is like, um, hey Nate, what's wrong? I look at my hand and oh, oh that's a lot of blood that is just dried onto my hand from being cracked oh, in the middle of the night because mm-hmm. of dry hands. So it's like that that's odd. 
I'm, I'm going to wash up and also change my sheets because that, that got in there. Nathan, oh are goodness. you getting coal again? <laughs> I I have blood on my hands. Mother. <laughs> uh, so a that, similar that, note to like, like getting waking up early. Um, I used to have difficulty sleeping through the night even when I was like three or four years old. And especially around Christmas time because, A, you're excited. It's dark until like kind of late. And um, there was my sister and I, she had the lower bunk. I had the top bunk when we were, I was five and she was like seven or something like that. And I remember waking up and I was really thirsty. This is like, you know, the night of Christmas Eve. And I'm like, Michelle, can I drink some of your water? No. It's like, oh, could you get me some? Or get me some? No, no, you go do it. I don't want to go downstairs though. Why not? So like, I don't... If, if Santa's down there putting the presents under the tree, he's going to get mad. And I don't want that. <laughs> I ended up just going back to sleep just because I was convicted that I could not go down there. Because <laughs> I think I'd seen that Eminem commercial, Eminem's commercial where there was like the, the guy walks in on Santa putting the gifts in. And I, that for some reason had a, a profound impression on my mind. But We're, we're uh, learning a, a lot about the profound impressions on your mind this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas movies, the toy that says Christmas by VeggieTales. Veggie uh, oh, Faith, yes, Christmas. Um, not a favorite memory, but it's a funny one. A good one, yeah. Um, so some years my family gets the Christmas tree like Christmas Eve, <laughs> mm-hmm. and this one year we got the tree on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and my younger sisters didn't clean up the living room like from their toys, whatever. So there were Beanie Babies all over the floor. So to decorate the tree, Mom just tossed the Beanie Babies (laughs) on the Christmas tree. (laughs) And that was how it was decorated that year. It was really cute. Nice. That's that's fun. They still have the tags on them as I hung them. Huh? No, like, you just pelt just the tree them. with him. That, that's a thing, though. Like, apparently, people who collect it or thought that Beanie Babies would be a thing. Like, we had all the tags on the Beanie Babies for some reason. No, they don't have the plastic tags. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, that was just a thought. Well, then. Thank you all for listening to the Christmas special. It's a little more rambly than usual, but... Merry Not Christmas. that we aren't rambly, usually. Yes. Yeah, right, we're, right, we're always right. rambly, but... This a little was less, less specifically guided. guided towards a specific thing, but, like... Yeah, Merry Christmas from all of us on the Palladian Papist podcast. We appreciate you listening to us, and we wish um, you to have a most blessed Christmas with you and those you love. Um, if um, going into the new year... Uh, Want to make a like, res- resolution to listen to more of our episodes? There you go. Uh, where can they find them? They can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Um, you can check out our website if, you know, you got to figure that out at platingpapis.wixsite.com or something like that. We have to get a domain. Um, Domains are expensive, man. Yeah. It's not worth it. Even on Wix. Um, this is a sponsor. And they can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter when I occasionally remember to make posts uh, at Palapapists. And you can email us with your questions, comments, uh, concerns, and complaints at palladiumpapists at gmail.com. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. And we'll be taking a little bit of a break. Actually, 
I think our next podcast we might will have, be we after might, the new year. We so might, we might have content for you next week. We could probably we'll, we'll arrange that. We will. You will, you will see it if it's there. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not, you won't. Yeah. If not, it'll come out in the new year. So happy new year, just in case. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.